Hey y'all. Hey. I'm Shakur. And I'm Ebony. And welcome to the Unapologetically Us podcast, where we talk about life, mental health, fitness, finance, and everything Everything in between. between. Thank y'all so much for joining us. We're excited to be here recording, bringing more of our thoughts, feelings (laughs) on a random Monday. Again. <laughs> if you're new here, welcome. And we say at the end, let's just go on and say at the beginning, you know, like, hit that subscribe button. If you listen to us, like, go ahead comment, and follow us, you know what I'm saying? Share, follow. Rate us, all those good things. Yes, please. We appreciate that. So, child, listen. Okay, what's been up? We're getting into it. All right, so look, it's Christmas just passed, right? Mm-hmm. It was yesterday. <sighs> I am so glad it's over. <laughs> Ooh. Not you glad it's over. I am so glad Christmas is over, y'all. Like, it was stressful. I say that it was stressful because, for one, I did Elf on the Shelf, right? It look all fine and dandy on social media, and it's cute, it's funny, but it is exhausting. Mm. You hear me? Trying to figure out something every day. Babe, I be. Elf, Elfie has went to visit Santa Claus for the week. <laughs> <laughs> No, for real though, on top of the elf on the shelf and trying to make her, you know, being our elf is a girl, her name's Elfie, Mm -hmm. trying to put Elfie in different spots every day is something, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, of course, my children. Jay kind of into it, but Malachi, he be trying to figure it out. He mm. like, so how come she only get this high? Because that's just as far as I get on the chair. That's why. But, <laughs> but it's tough. And then also trying to see what gifts you're going to get for your children who already have what they need, what they want. I'm just glad it's over. Merry Christmas. Not too glad. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I'm pretty sure it's on a couple of parents that's like, I'm so glad this man who I watched y'all open them gifts and y'all was happy to see what y'all got, but Lord. And that's that. Mama is tired. Daddy is tired. That's it. That's it. I'm Merry Christmas. But child listen, Christmas was yesterday. All weekend I was just like, Christmas ain't Christmas like it used to be. I don't know if it's because I'm an adult and I don't have kids, but mm-hmm. it just don't slap. Like it used to. I remember, man, just antsy come December 1st because mm-hmm. you ready for December 25th because you just made your list of what you wanted. Yeah. The house had the trees up and the stockings on the fireplace and mama mm-hmm. had the dining table decorated. decorated. That was the only time we really had like mats on the table <laughs> for, um, for, Christmas. for Christmas. But it, I don't know. Like maybe because I didn't, dec- I thought about decorating my mm-hmm. place, but I'm like, because I'm like, who's going to take all it down exactly and then i'm like when you are not in the when you're in like a what i call a transitional space right i be skeptical of buying things that's tailored towards the space that i'm in mm, because i'm I probably gonna have to go back and rebuy something if i was to move that kind of threw me for like a no i'm not gonna buy nothing but yeah. on top of that i'm looking at people i'm like we didn't i didn't do a there was no friendsmas there was no matching pajamas there was no it just <laughs> It was like you woke up Christmas like this was another day. This is a day. And so I'm like, hmm. So I don't know. I was laying in bed one night and I was like, you know what? 2023 is going to be different. I don't know how different. I mean. It's going to be different. It's, it's, it's going to be different. If Somehow. If it's going to be me being more intentional about just planning more holiday mm-hmm. things, you know, maybe mm-hmm. being more, hey, y'all, let's have a, a friend's night or something like that or a friend's miss or yeah. me and my my 
mom and my siblings agreed that we we're gonna do matching pajamas next year. Awesome. Yeah, it just didn't Christmas like it needed to. Yeah. Well, no, like what it used to. But I mean, overall, it was good. You be thankful for the, the day. Yeah. You be thankful Absolutely. for the fellowship. You do see family, family. more, mm-hmm. so you be thankful for that. But it just yeah. didn't give me that feeling of what it used to give. Right. Well, I know what we did get was some cold weather. Oh, Friday. <laughs> Friday was it was cold and then that wind. Mm, that wind. Oh my god. That's what it was. It was the wind, the wind that had it. I'm like, oh yeah, it's December for sure. Not what we're used to in December, but what December is supposed to give. Oh, it oh, gave. It gave. <laughs> it, I saw a post that said, "I've been not hear none of y'all people crying about it being cold on Christmas, <laughs> saying talking about how cold it is." <laughs> Cause I was like, but that was the thing too. Like we, we, I don't remember a December being that cold. Me either. Not in a long time. You know, but it was cold to the point like, who moving? Yep. We standing here. Uh, Run me my gumbo real quick. Run me something hot. Didn't y'all do a gumbo? We did not. Oh, somebody slacking. We did not. But if it continued to be cold, I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one for New Year's, but... That sounds good. I'll take a gumbo for New Year's for sure. I know me do one for New Year's. But it's, it's going to be hot next week. It's supposed to get up to like 71 next Ain't week. That something? That's okay. <laughs> I'm making up. It's supposed to be like <laughs> 71 degrees. I'm making up. I'm making up. I just don't need it to do nothing stupid the weekend after. Right. True. Facts. Just continue with the good the Give good me, weather. Give me some 50, 60 degree weather and I'm good. Don't right. give me nothing below with no rain. Well, you know, it's supposed to be raining next week, so. But it's hot, though, so I don't care about that. Well, it's clammy rain. Nobody want to be hot and wet. But I, I'm more worried about ice and snow. True facts. Okay. Because I didn't miss snow then. Oh, my. If y'all don't know, my birthday coming up. <laughs> and I didn't been icing on my birthday, right. and that was not fun. Absolutely. So, you know, we, I'm near by to touch and, touch and agree. And I finally agreed on a party that I haven't canceled on yet. So we just she gonna don't have touch. time to cancel. So. I really don't no more. <laughs> it's happening. But we're going to touch and agree that this weather don't cancel this party for me. Don't worry, it won't. We'll still be there. Rain, sleet, or snow. Y'all a lie. Cause y'all Rain, not. sleet, or snow. Anyway, snow. child. <laughs> 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 anyway. But no, yeah, no. Rain, sleet, or snow on Zoom. We will have <laughs> no. We will be there. Streamyard. <laughs> we will be there. We'll be having a party via FaceTime. That'll be right up your alley too. So you, all right, child. No, I, I am. It's not. It's not the party that I'm. That I'm. It's not that. It's not that why I wanted to cancel it. Okay. I mean, I want to have fun I, with my with my friends. We'll post all about those knees when they start working. And we will not <laughs> post about knees. We will. I, I will. Don't follow her page. We're going to make it private. <laughs> it's happening. But oh. anyway, let's get into today's topic. Let's we actually it. have a topic question suggestion from a listener. Yes. I guess we can shout her out. Shout um, out. Miss Tony Carter. Thank you, Tony. Tony says, are black kids going to HBCUs for clout or is it because they are now aware of the safe spaces HBCUs offer? Ooh. That was a good question. That she's a, good question. she's a fellow HBCU alum of... Arkansas Pine Bluff. <laughs> I did it so she can come in the in the on the video because she watches the video. But she went to Pine Bluff Aww. or Dear Mother as she calls it. Okay. But anyway, 
that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it's an know. HBCU. That's all that matters. Yeah, you know, we still love y'all. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was a good question. That is a good question. And so that makes us think, why do HBCUs exist, exist anyway? Why do we have them? Mm-hmm. You know, we know that an HBCU is a historically black colleges, University. universities. I can appreciate them, of course, mm-hmm. but being someone who wasn't as familiar or exposed mm-hmm. to what an HBCU was, I kind of just fell into that, and we'll talk a little bit about that later on. Mm-hmm. But why does HBCUs exist? Mm-hmm. So, I'll tell you. <laughs> Um, HBCUs, which are historically black colleges and universities, were founded to provide an institution for black students if other admission was not allowed other places, right? Other universities weren't, wouldn't accept a black student, a black person. So HBCUs were forced. So white people weren't letting us in their schools. <laughs> That's basically what it is. <laughs> we, like a lot of things you saw in history, was like, well, if you ain't going to let us do it, then we're we just going to do it ourselves. Absolutely. And that's what made them go off and do HBCUs in the first place. Yes. Because of that, you know, one thing about this nation, when feedback said go there, so let's go yeah, there. they said go there. One we're thing going. about this nation is they want to keep us down as much as they can. Okay. They don't They don't want to see us, as much as they act like they want to see us thriving, they really yes. don't. You pay attention to a lot of the laws and things that's being shifted these days. The fact that we had to we had to vote about wording in the in our states or certain states mm-hmm. had to vote about wording in the constitution that, that was pretty much slavery. Yeah, that was says fun. a lot about how much backwards you want to go or yeah. the changing of how they teach history. Yeah, and yeah. So, be, but because of that, you run into that situation of HBCUs being under underfunded yeah and been underfunded for decades yeah which is a good portion of our problem mm-hmm. but i wouldn't say it's all, all right not the, the whole fact, problem yeah because i think we both can agree both being hb hbcu alone you twice you know to that horn but um <laughs> We know that there are some things that they need to change. Yeah, absolutely. As far as like admissions, as far as okay. living conditions, um, quality of living, quality yeah. of classrooms, yeah. quality of the campus, at, you know, as Altogether, a whole, absolutely. needs to be renovated, updated, yeah. or whatever. I did see Southern plan to, you saw that plan to I do did. And whole, it looks nice. It looks really nice. But even the updates and upgrades that they've made since we've been gone mm-hmm. are like, I would have appreciated that when I was there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with time comes growth and mm-hmm. things like that. So, And I feel like a lot of it is for a, some institution. You have people in positions that are stuck in their ways. Oh, yeah. And not just in versus standpoint. You got people. I've got people in my job that's stuck in their Absolutely. ways. Absolutely. They have that mentality of if it ain't broke, don't fix, don't it. fix it. Absolutely. Or you you don't want to come into the times of the 2023 pretty yeah. much because we pretty much there. Yeah. Yeah. You're still stuck in 1972. Absolutely. Or you back in 1492 in Columbus, still the ocean blue. <laughs> like, so that kind of sets us apart from other, other schools as, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And it makes us be looked look down upon yeah. by other institutions because you don't really, if you, if you go to a Southern campus and you go to, let's just say Alabama campus, Totally or, different. Totally, or just an LSU campus. It's a totally different campus. Because mm-hmm. people like to say, well, oh, you know, alumni needs to give back. Well, you do have alumni that, that does give back. Yes. 
But if we think about it on a legislative or state legislative standpoint, mm-hmm. we are chronically underfunded every yes. year yeah. compared yeah. to all the you know other schools. Yeah, and not just with no hours, but like just in, in the state period. Right. And then even too with just the giving, you know, we we give back to our university as much as we can Mm -hmm. on a whole different level. Just things that kind of been going on on social media and things like that. Those people that are in higher positions that can give back people from the city, Mm -hmm. people from the city in which the the university is in Mm -hmm. that is at a statute where they could give way more what my little donation will be. Mm -hmm. You know, we just don't have that we Cause should because they, they're giving to the other schools they just be really right you know you go you have all the different sponsors and granted again it's getting better that mm-hmm. comes with growth that comes with people stepping up saying things speak about the issue about mm-hmm. the thing as much as they can and you know for me i'm gonna always be an hbcu you gonna always find the the positive feedback coming from me you know even with having a, a, a daughter mm-hmm. uh, or kids basically encouraging them to even consider the mm-hmm. HBCU because I, I said before I, I'll never make my child go somewhere they don't want to go at the end of the day I'm going to at least give the exposure so they'll know mm-hmm. because I don't want her to then be an adult saying oh I didn't even know that was there and I could have been mm-hmm. you know or I would have loved to have done that you know I met somebody a, a few weeks ago who basically was like oh I wish I know I knew something mm-hmm. about an HBCU I wish I knew what that was Mm -hmm. but I didn't so I just went with where I knew Mm -hmm. she was kind of like if I would have known like I would have done that I would have loved to have that support Mm -hmm. being around people that look like me Mm -hmm. feeling like I'm kind of being I'm being left out I would have loved that Mm -hmm. you know and so just having that conversation with somebody who does who don't know is all the you know conversation that I need Mm because I'm gonna go a hundred percent into why HBCU for me just Mm -hmm. being who I am yeah we're underfunded yeah, we don't have everything that the these PWIs as may have resources. as many resources. We probably we don't have the the computer systems. We don't have any of that. But guess what? I can still come out and live in the world, know how to survive, know what I need, mm-hmm. and and I'm not expecting any type of handout, any type of anything from anyone. Mm-hmm. And I can say that my university definitely taught me that. Mm-hmm. You know, taught me the things that I would know because things aren't going to be handed to me. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be made any easier based off of the way that I look, Mm -hmm. the way that I may decide to wear my hair, my braids, my Mm -hmm. puff, Mm -hmm. and just being somewhere where that's normal. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I have to hide. I don't have to straighten my hair. Like, I don't want my child to ever think that in order to get a job, in order to work somewhere, live somewhere, you got to have straight hair Mm -hmm. and be light skinned. No, Mm ma'am. But it was was once upon a time in history, too, where, you know, you would say, oh, you weren't going to be a dancing doll if you weren't light skinned. And again, Mm -hmm. with time Mm -hmm. comes change because, baby, I'm going to tell you one proud uh, alumni I was to see the darker skinned women. Mm -hmm. They're wearing their hair in natural skin. States mm-hmm. and things like that like I love that mm-hmm. I love that so I can appreciate the growth that even the HBCUs have gotten but taken away from oh we have to look like the PWI in order to mm-hmm. be accepted and we don't mm-hmm. and we don't so yeah so do you think because I feel like in a way thanks to 2020 in a sense mm-hmm. you know 
know, COVID and the George Floyd murder, Breonna Taylor murder, mm-hmm. the Amar Aubrey murder, shined a light on PWIs and their responses to those events. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you have athletes, you have students that are there, whether you have them there for affirmative action or whatever your reason for having them yeah. there, yeah. coming out and either expressing support or lack thereof right. or you know saying anything at all i think that the tide kind of shifted into more kids wanting to either, to at least consider going yeah because you had older alumni of you know us saying y'all don't have to be go somewhere where you're constantly fighting to be accepted absolutely why not go somewhere where you're appreciated where your culture can be appreciated where you have on the podcast i was saying if you have like a like different versions of black people Mm -hmm. you have the preppy type you have the Mm -hmm. earthy you know the earthy people Mm -hmm. you have the naturals you have the straight Mm -hmm. hair you have the 40 inch bust down Mm -hmm. you have those who don't care about that you have the i hate to say nerdy but definition term the more nerdy type you have Mm -hmm. the greeks you have the non-greeks you have different types of black people who all have their own form of community Mm -hmm. but it's still an overall of acceptance yep no matter which way you come so do you think that students are coming for clout or they're coming for the safe space (sighs) i think or you can say both i would yeah i that's what i'm more so leaning to leaning toward is both i think there is a space where you're coming for the clout Mm -hmm. like you're Maybe if I go to this school, this PWI or whatever, you know, whatever have you, that I won't get the attention that I need on the football field or I won't get the attention that I need in the in the classroom mm-hmm. or and I'm going to go to this smaller or less exposed type situation where I will shine. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, but I think overall, I, I probably would say for the safe space. Mm-hmm. And when I say the safe space, I mean being able to one learn who you are, where you mm-hmm. come from, and not not saying that that's what they're teaching us in the classrooms, mm-hmm. that's not, but it's the gathering of each other. It's mm-hmm. figuring out, finding out what group you fit in, mm-hmm. finding out yourself like we're going to college 17 years old, mm-hmm. 17, 18 years old. We you barely know yourself. Mm-hmm. You you're figuring out yourself without your parents. You figuring out what a friend is. You figuring out what type of relationship you want to be in. Like you're just overall figuring out yourself and being able to have that safe space for me. Like I think I met my first friend the first or second day that I was mm-hmm. there. And it wasn't a, oh, I'm not going to talk to you because of the way you look. Or mm-hmm. it was literally just regular conversation. You didn't have to look over you. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't not talking to her. Oh, she looks like this. She looks like that. No, she looks like me. You know, and feeling comfortable, feeling safe and being able to just go up to that person. And even if it wasn't just the students, it was even the the staff Mm -hmm. being able to not being ashamed to say, hey, I don't know where this book is. Hey, I can't find this book or I can't find this building or this classroom and just being comfortable in that or where that (laughs) where that financial aid line Mm -hmm. is because you will see it. (laughs) But, you know, I think that safe space. Being able to to have that, you know, and that's one thing that I definitely, definitely, definitely want to teach my daughter. Like this space is it's like being at home. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even think of a moment 
a single moment where I felt like this ain't the place for me. Mm -hmm. Like not one moment. Mm -hmm. Even when you were, you may have a class where you had a teacher that you couldn't understand. Mm -hmm. There was somebody else in that classroom that felt the struggle that mm -hmm. you felt and they were going to be comfortable enough to tell you that. Because one thing about an HBCU, they gonna have a foreign they teacher. They gonna have a foreign teacher. Teaching and you biology. Teaching you biology. You it's already old. confusing. You're not even a science you, major. <laughs> and now that's a word right there but you know being able to come together I'm probably gained good friends mm -hmm. just from forming study groups mm -hmm. you know and not saying that other schools aren't doing that mm -hmm. but I'm comfortable I don't have to say oh she's smarter she's this she that no guess what because we have no type of anything against letting each other know that we need help. Mm -hmm. It was a safe space for me. Mm -hmm. Going into the library, you the staff member sitting up there is is somebody that looked like you or like your dad mm -hmm. or your auntie or somebody. Mm -hmm. It was no point where I was uncomfortable. Now, was some people mean as hell? Yes. Yeah. Rude. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or whatnot. But we gonna get that in the real in the real world right. anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think it's a, a more so for the safe space. I think there's a small portion that do come and will come for the cloud for sure. I agree. I think it's I think it's both. I yeah. think you have students that are coming well from, from a cloud standpoint, my opinion, I think the cloud standpoint was them more from on an athletic situation. Yeah. You when you're in high school, you wanna go to a power five or yeah. school that will give you so much more exposure. And so kinda like what some athletes do with junior colleges. I yeah. feel like some athletes go to a junior college to get exposure and then hopefully that they can go walk on at a yeah. different school or get picked up at a different school yeah. and and then now with this transfer portal yeah. that you can have um after each season i think that makes it better like hey i went to this this was i went to yeah. this particular hbcu i played this particular sports these are my stats and even if it may i may give up my scholarship here to go try to walk on over here absolutely because just being real about it athletic exposure is going to be bigger at the other schools because the one thing that we lack is not support no. you know the fan support is yeah. that they're always going to have the better facilities mm -hmm. they're going to have the the because they have more money mm -hmm. And they're going to have more money because they have people, they have sponsors, sponsors TV, they're on TV more, mm -hmm. all of those things, yeah. better facilities. So they're going to have that over us. Like I said in the beginning of this episode of this topic portion was they're not going to have us be neck yeah. and neck with them. No. They're going to always find a way to make something better. Yeah. So from an athletic standpoint, I feel that some of those kids are coming for clout. Yeah. As a safe space, I do feel like the 2020 events or murders and the lack of support from institutions made kids, made, made them look more into HBCU. Yeah, because now, instead I, feel of going more, to HBCU, now I feel more comfortable around my people. Right. And it's yeah. like, if there's a matter that's important to me, I want to know that the school that I'm paying money to go to, because you have to pay money to go way. to the school, is going to support how mm -hmm. I feel. Yeah. If it's a, a matter of, concerning me and my people, like, you know, I remember people feeling like, you know, people, because there were certain people who used to have to go to work, mm -hmm. you know, during, like, go into an office after COVID. Yeah. I mean, during COVID. But after, you know, the George Floyd murder, most businesses was back to business as usual. Yeah. There, was, there wasn't a call in to sit down and let's discuss mm -hmm. what, you know, how you guys, because the whole world watched this man die. Mm -hmm. on Absolutely. tape but I remember and you know take it how you feel whatever but I remember 9-11 yeah 
And that, that day, everything was shut down. Yep. Classes were shut down. We went to school. Everything. Like, you was... Well, we, we were there, but wasn't nobody teaching. Yeah, right. You know, we were... We had to watch well, that day the news. We, was, we were at school. I remember watching it on the TV. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, we weren't. Not for a while. We, we watched the news all day. Like, it wasn't just back to business as usual. Mm-hmm. They gave people time to mourn yep. what happened. Yep. And so, then you have this situation or whatever and i'm not comparing the two i'm just you know just stating facts stating the facts of what it is you literally watch this man die at the hands of a police officer with his knee on this man's neck pretty much mm-hmm. the next day it was back to business as usual, business as usual. the most they did was change their profile picture to black mm-hmm. a hashtag black lives matter but yeah. this report that i need still gotta get to my desk at 12 o'clock Absolutely. and you there was no time to just sit back and just reflect on what actually happened or just reflect but just like what's the it's not healed but like just Take allow your emotions to just take over and and you feel what you feel Mm -hmm. like there was no there was no care to sit down and say well how do you feel about this Mm -hmm. and and you have a space say you know what i'm pissed the hell off yeah absolutely because why the hell like why the hell did that have to happen right yeah and i i can remember of course (laughs) now that you say you know i didn't even think about it or feel it then but Still going to work, crying on bringing in girl. You know, (laughs) just going going to work, and of course talking with coworkers. Like we're watching the videos. You have some that's like, Mm -hmm. oh no, I can't watch that, and some like, man, this really had like I'm pissed. Mm -hmm. Like I was one of them that for the longest I didn't want to watch it, and Mm -hmm. and me, I'm gonna watch a video with no sound type of a person, but just watching it with no sound was better for me than watching it with the sound because mm-hmm. once I added that sound I was like oh I'm mad like I had to process and like you said feel your feelings and say like what mm-hmm. what are we doing like and you had so many different angles of why people were bad because at first you know I'm a really follow the law follow mm-hmm. the rules type of person and so just watching it without the sound it was like just do what needed to mm-hmm. be done do what they ask and then it's like but if they asking you something that's beyond your rights why right in that moment yeah it made me you know just to kind of pull it back to the hbcus but it make you get closer or feel closer to your people right. you know like i feel differently when i'm walking into a store that's not that's not black owned or whatever you know mm-hmm. i can just this this last bayou classic you know they have the different um mm-hmm. vendors sitting up setting up and serving food selling different clothing different and my eye was literally on, which I could say I never cared about before, mm-hmm. but just from the different movements and everything, like I'm literally out there like, where the black owned people mm-hmm. at? And, you know, even with food, down to food, mm-hmm. that we had two places, two vendor places selling the same plate. And when we realized, oh, that's that's the black man up back there mm-hmm. cooking and, and Des went and say, you, you own this, this yours? And he said, yes, sir. He said, oh, well, I'm giving you... We gonna even though that plate may have looked a little better, mm-hmm. but we we gonna support the black mm-hmm. on my sweatshirt that I wore and I still haven't posted. Mm-hmm. You know my sweatshirt, my um, beanie I had mm-hmm. on because it was rainy. Those were black owned businesses, mm-hmm. and was there other? Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was easy to pass them up and to mm-hmm. say I'm going to support. So that kind of pulls back to: is it for the safe space? It's for the mm-hmm. safe space. I want to be able to to give where other people won't. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be able to get from my HBCU, from my university, something that, that I won't get nowhere. I else. won't get nowhere else. 
I won't get nowhere else, and that means something to me. Mm-hmm. It take my it take my husband to, to tell you his feelings feelings about HBCUs, but I said I wouldn't change it. I yeah, wouldn't change it. It's good to know, you know, yeah, HBCUs have a lot of foreign professors, but they also have a lot of black ones too. And those black ones, I know for a fact, still keep in contact with yeah. certain students and stuff like that yeah. because you you develop you have that chance to develop that type of, of relationship yeah, absolutely that they understand the, you know your the struggle in a sense they understand yeah. that you know even while you're here we all come from different backgrounds yes we both went to predominantly white high schools mm-hmm. so we our well my background was different yeah even though we both went to predominantly white high schools my background was different from yours yeah. so you have all these people of the same culture but from different backgrounds mm-hmm. that you may have to give this person a little more love and a little more care mm-hmm. you may have to give this person not as much but maybe some guidance here or there yeah. or whatever you yeah. had professors who knew that mm-hmm. and gave this space to come in and say look this is what's going on mm-hmm. absolutely and you had some that was like that's life figure that ish out yep but you also had something to say, that's life, figure that ish out. But in the back of their mind, if 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 you just show me that you going that you trying, mm-hmm. I'm gonna help you at the end. Absolutely. I think that because that opened a lot of people's eyes, that they sent a lot of our kids back to our schools. Yeah. Which would transition to this last part. Mm-hmm. Because we got these kids coming here, mm-hmm. we have to do what we have to have to do to keep them there. Yes. Because we were talking about this at my my nine to five. I recently got a raise. It was a dollar an hour. And I was like, well, Lord, thank you for the dollar. (laughs) But when they was explaining to me, like, what they were trying to do, Mm -hmm. I said, well, let me tell you this. Y'all talked about my generation and how we hop from job to job to job. With the quickness. What y'all think these 22, 23-year-old people, you know, I can't can't say kids. They're not kids. But 23, 23. Four-year-old year young adults leaving college mm-hmm. who have been exposed more at 23, 24 than I was yeah, at 23, absolutely. 24. Absolutely. And so if I'm seeing, because Google is free. Mm-hmm. So if I'm seeing the average salary and this is all you can offer me, then no, I'm yeah, not going to take it. Absolutely. Or I'm going to use you as a stepping stone to, to get, get to the next place. Absolutely. So if you take it back to these HBCUs, we have the kids that want to come. Now let's figure out ways that we can keep better them. our system to keep them from to keep them coming. Yeah. Because these kids are growing up where everything is electronic. You have yeah. kids now in high school with debit cards, yeah. cash, what? Yeah. Paper, absolutely. what? Absolutely. E- email. Yeah, absolutely. They know how to work a Dropbox. Yeah. Google Meet because they starting young. Like I said, you and know, COVID. They- COVID made everything Everything become virtual. So these kids at one point had to go to school virtually. So this standing in line with and missing papers and stuff like that, but you may be a little better some places. I'm just saying from my experiences, if it's still operating like it was in 2009 to 2014 when I was there, and it's 2023, you're not going to keep them kids there. Because I rather deal with the BS at this PWI but at least I know my, my refund gonna come on time. Mm-hmm. My paperwork ain't gonna get lost. Yeah, yeah. And that's real. Having to be in a position where we're okay with change. Yeah. You know, we, you talked a little bit earlier about those that are in those positions that are stuck in their ways, but 
baby, we don't have time to be stuck in to your be ways. Stuck and, in our ways. And one thing that I know that kind of makes me mad about my university, that's all I can speak on is my university. But, you know, I can remember being there and saying, oh, they need some different people in these positions. Like it's time to put these this younger crew mm -hmm. right in, in these positions where things can change. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, these young kids, young adults, they're growing up with more experience than somebody who's been in the system, been in the in the position for mm -hmm. years and years. So then you go into the facilities and you go into these financial aid and admissions and things like that. And then you have the, the younger generation, our generation, still operating in the way that we were treated when we was there. Mm -hmm. No way. Mm -hmm. How are you still in a position that you're going to treat the person that was you the same way somebody else treated mm -hmm. you? No, where is the growth? Mm -hmm. You come in and you do something different. Now, granted, in a different in a few uh, departments, there was somebody that's like, "Come on, baby, I can help you." Mm -hmm. But then there was two. Why financial aid needs to change? Mm -hmm. We got to do something different. Mm -hmm. When are we going to get someone in the position to say, "Let's do something different"? Mm -hmm. Because we're not in a in a way where we're stuck in our ways. We know what um, being able to evolve looks like within our mm -hmm. universities. We're going to continue to lose people. We're going to continue to have our children go other places mm -hmm. if the change don't happen. Because they say space can only take them so far. Yep. Because, because you're also running into this thing of everybody accepting that college ain't for everybody. Yeah. Thing, which is not. It's not. But that also lowers your number of people willing to apply for admission. Absolutely. Because, you know, the thing now is making your your social media professional account, getting your money from the Instagram, the uh, the TikTok, Facebook. Why you got to put the in front of them like you? I know. I do that. It, it, be, it started off as being funny and now it became <laughs> the a Facebook, thing. The Facebook, the Instagram. The Googles. What? The Googles is free. <laughs> but, um... But Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, yeah. mm -hmm. like get you a camera, invest yeah. in the camera, whatever. Or you make your, your iPhone mm -hmm. and you can make you some video, get your subscribers up, go viral. Because that's what they're trying to do anyway, yes. go yep. viral. And you making money off of doing it. Absolutely. Taking pictures and making videos. Yep, absolutely. They doing it. So it's like I, to answer Tony's question, yes, I think it's both. But like I, I agree with you too. I do think it's more of a safe space than just for clout. But because we offer that safe space i just want our schools to just be more in tune to these students coming up because you know we we were in that mix that middle of respect your elders mm -hmm. stay in the child's place type of thing mm -hmm. these people coming up these they mm -mm. Yeah, mm -mm. the okay. respect they giving is earned yep What's a child's place? My feelings, my feelings matter. matter. Yep. My voice facts. matters. I'm giving y'all my money, scholarship or not. Yeah, facts. And if like if if you don't care about me, then forget it. I'm gone. Yes. We, you know, need to be more in tune with them, or we gonna Move lose around. them. <laughs> or you gonna have them? You gonna have those there just for the you know. The stepping stone. Or just, or like, because like Southern has a good engineering program. Right. And a good nursing program. Mm -hmm. And a good law school. That's it. For other places, you're going to want to go somewhere else. Yeah. Because they, you know, because let's just be honest, they're not looking at, there are people that are still looking at, oh, you in here, or you in here. I'm going to try, I'm going to go with them first. Or I'm going to interview you just for the sake of saying I interviewed you. Mm -hmm. But I know I'm going to go with this person. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. So we got to do what we got to do to just keep them there. Yeah. We do. It's tough. It's hard. I mean, you know, it's hard to have all of that going on and still want to encourage the HBCU, but I'm always 
Now, granted, I'm going to point out both sides because I'm a, I'm not a right. only be on this side because of what I'm I'm going to pull out the pros and the cons, cons and both. and we're going to address it. Now, for me, it just um the the pros for me outweighs my cons. I'm right. going to have them anywhere. Right. I'm going to have them anywhere, and I may have a a lot more cons going to my HBCU, or I may not. For me, it wasn't. I continued to go, and I went in, I graduated, and I went back. And graduated again. It's kind of like a relationship. You, know? you decide if you want to stay or go. You went. You looking at the good and the bad. Yep. And if the good outweighs the bad, then you you continue to go. And just from experience, the good. I was blessed not to deal with the financial aid aspect. Right. Me too. But um, so for me, the good outweighed the bad. And those who did have to deal with the financial aid aspect still said, once you got through it, when, it was, and, and, and it was love. And so when I say me too, I of course I was in the financial aid line. I mm-hmm. I did that. But it like in and I'm thinking about being in the moment. Yeah, I complained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it never made me say this oh, I can be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, because I can remember being in a financial aid line and somebody saying, LSU wouldn't have done us like this. And we and I'm looking back like, well, go to LSU. Like, mm-hmm. why are we Cause you sitting here? Is what this was going to be. You, you knew. And even if you didn't know, you can always, right now, get out of line and, and head over to LSU. It's mm-hmm. 10 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So, even in the classroom, oh, we would have never had this. Okay, go. Mm-hmm. to LSU and so I can't remember a point not a moment where I felt like I want to go somewhere else never Mm-mm. never like I said no matter that, what good or bad I never moment, wanted to go somewhere else I only applied to one school and one school one, and that was all I wanted and one school I wanted to go. and I went and when I had a little brief moment of considering my, my MBA I knew where I was going but when I had the moment of where I'm gonna get my my master's degree from I didn't not a second did I think about another school did not a the second did I think about I everything I went a to. different option would have been if with my work schedule would online be the better option for me yeah and I, I I think they do have an online program now I didn't really look because I'm not doing grad school no more right. but um <laughs> but if I would have you know explored that option further yeah. the that would have been the only thing that would maybe be like okay but that's also something to yeah. hey let's kind of figure yeah. that out too because yeah. the class aspect on the Master level don't work for everybody. No. In the way my and I, I'm not changing. I have the perfect schedule and I'm not changing <laughs> it for a school. So if online works for me, then the online is gonna work for me. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, that's good. Time that's to wind it down. Time to wind it down. Thank you, Tony, for that was a that good was a good topic. We appreciate topic. that. And as always, if you have any topic suggestions <laughs> or questions, you can email us at the unapologeticallyuspod at yahoo.com. Yes. Go. You can also go to our Instagram page at unapologetically us pod and shoot us a DM. Go comment under a random post. We do have a couple of question posts on there. You can go comment under, which is what Tony did. And but if not, you can always feel free to email us at unapologetically us pod at yahoo.com. Yes, so this was a good episode. It was good. Be sure to let us know in the comments how you guys feel. Those of you who went to HBCUs, <laughs> I can say C again, HBCUs about your experience. And then you can also weigh in on the topic as well um, if you think that our students are going back for clout or for the safe space. And you can tell why you decide, why you chose an HBCU. <laughs> an HBCU, whether it was for a safe space or 
Just whatever was tradition, family yes. legacy, whatever. Absolutely. All Absolutely. All minds clear. Thank you guys for joining us. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, subscribe. rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And until the next time, we will see you guys in the next episode. See you later. Bye.